When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. It is the Waba Grill Lunch Hour on 710 ESPN. Thanks to our friends at Waba Grill. Waba Grill is about giving you fresh grilled-to-order menu items at a great value. Stop by today for a value bowl or taco combo for only $8.59. Grilled chicken mini bowl, their new Boom Boom Taco, and a drink for only $8.59. Get yours today. You can order ahead at wabagrill.com. Waba Grill, eat smart, be healthy. Your people just walked in. I know. I saw. <laughs> Every time I see them, I look at you. So Stretch yeah, Lab is. I, I, I kind of did one of these where I'm <laughs> trying to avoid eye contact for fear of. Uh, hey, why don't you come in here and get work? What done? if they just all walked in and just started stretching you out? Just all of them. They just took one arm. They took one leg. Can I be honest for a second? Yeah. I'm not totally opposed to the idea of it. I really do think I would hurt myself if I tried. Because I haven't done it in so long. Yep. It, literally forever. I've I've never really been about that. And if you tried to pull my hamstring, um, it'd be snap like a piano wire. Like there, <laughs> Let, let's say, there's no chance it wouldn't happen. Let's say nothing snaps. Let's go with that. Do you know how sore you would be oh the next day? Oh, my gosh. Y- yes, I do. I mean, I've done it once. Stretch Lab, they come in like once a month. I did it one time. And I stretch, but I, I I have like three stretches that I do, and I I'm not doing anything. This is Travis out of the ordinary. <laughs> yeah, just like you're just gonna bust in half. I was sore the next day. <laughs> of course I you were. I was legitimately sore. Susan and I'll go for a walk. Yeah, it's called twice a week. Okay, and we'll go. You know, when we go on average, it's about half an hour. Yep. If we decide, you know what, let's double up. Let's go a little further. I an hour. I would be a mess, and that's a walk. So the idea of getting my muscles pulled, it'd be, it'd be in traction. It's not happening. Yeah, right when they here, walked man. in, instantly I looked at you and I looked at them. I'm like, oh, geez. No eye contact. That, how about massages? you like massages? No. Same here. No. I, I can't. They hurt. Yes, they do. They hurt. And in, in the moment, it's a little like, oh, oh. You're right. It just, it's not great. <laughs> it's what it is. But the yeah, next do day, it feels like somebody hit me with baseball bats. Yep. It's yep. awful. I, th- I, think, I think there's people that. If they've been doing massages for a long time, like that's it. That's something that they do. People that are stretching, people stretch half hour a day, whatever cases, or they do yoga, something. Their body is now obviously trained for it. I guarantee you it would just take time, but over time. Over time. It would happen. The clock is ticking loudly. <laughs> it's, it's happening. See, I don't what, have ruined, a lot of what time. ruined it for me was a buddy of mine was going to college to be a masseuse. 
Like he was going, he had the table, the oils, the whole nine. So once a week, he would like practice on me, his brother, his cousin. Like we were his dummies, his you know, guinea pigs. So then he would yeah, ended up with Tommy John surgery. No, seriously, <laughs> this guy, this guy would put so much oil on you. He's like, oh, don't shower for like 15 minutes. Let the oils do the thing. And I'm like, okay. So then I would go home full of oils, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. No, I don't want to be covered in exactly. the whole point. The second I feel oily, yeah, I would you. like to not be oily. Yeah. It's <laughs> though my my default setting every morning is let's not get oily today. That's yeah. kind of my goal. So that's when, when you know, Brenda's like, let's get a massage. I'm like, no, you can go on your own. I'm, Susan I'm, likes I'm him good. too. Oh, I'm good. We'll send them together. Yeah. We'll, we'll buy a Christmas <laughs> dual package. They can go get them. Maita had her uh, school picks picture today. Day. Yeah, picture day. Today. How'd it go? That was exciting. It was, you know, she's getting, she's like, she's excited, wakes up early. She's like, it's picture day. She's excited. Oh, she was fired up. Yeah. She Special picked, outfit? Oh, yeah. She picked, she had it all picked out the night awesome. before. Special you hairdo? Know, right? Special hairdo, big bow on the top. And, you know, she looks cute. Yeah. Was Who cool. is more into it? Her both. or Brenda? Both. <laughs> okay. There's a tie. Both. Yeah, it's a tie. Yeah, so Did we you guys both. ever have like a regrettable picture day outfit? Because I have one. So third grade, I guess it was like all the rage to wear ponchos. And oh. so I had like a like knit poncho that I wore. And it was like I had a little collared shirt in a pink, like a different colors of pink poncho and I had a little little ponytail and I thought I was the hottest thing out there and I regret that I think we decision. all have pictures where you're like what the hell is this no, so or you ask your parents how'd you let me out it's funny I, I Emily my mom just sent me a picture similar to yours the, the one that you put on your Twitter handle I have very fine very straight hair so basically every picture of me from the time I had hair until I was in high school. Yeah. Is me with a bowl cut. There so there's not a picture of me that's regrettable. They're all pictures of me <laughs> that are regrettable. Did she cut your hair? No. She would okay. send me to the barber, but it was But say give me the bowl. I guess. I mean when I'm I don't remember what the dialogue they just was. Literally throw it but on there. Every picture around. of me is just eh. and my like again, even not as a bald person now, but as a younger person with hair, very fine, very straight hair mm -hmm. not a lot of things you can do and speaking of pictures people on twitter are hitting us up with their kid pictures since emily changed hers to her kid picture like keep on coming oh man look at that you gotta post that <laughs> you gotta post that yeah also oh a winner gosh. yeah it, it, and, and it's the it's like emily's i got some little league trophies in my hand and i'm looking like i'm pretty proud of myself but hey at least that wasn't the peak of your athletic ability because that was mine my peak was when i was 10 <laughs> you at least peaked when you were in college i would assume. well that that was a very Maybe high low school peak yeah, I was going to say, we, we descended into the valley after high school, but we at least got to travel a little longer. I guess that's what it is. So we talked about Kelly Stafford and what she said about Matthew Stafford not being able to connect with his teammates, that there's a generation gap that he's having trouble bridging and that he's trying to connect, and some guys are looking at phones. and they're it's a not lot of names cards. to learn. A lot of names to learn, all of these things. What's I think we kind of jumped past, which is interesting, this is, and this is fairly low stakes in this universe. It's really the first drama that they've had as far as personality drama on this team. They don't do that. Well, kind of there stuff. was Cam Akers last year who was away from the team, then came back, but it was not out in the media. We didn't really know why. We don't know. We didn't know the details. But coach player friction is not super uncommon. For the right. Rams, it was a little bit more, but the player, Todd Gurley. the coach and the player aren't seeing eye to eye. That's kind of just sports, right? Mm -hmm. That happens on every – but mm -hmm. player's wife drops something in that star quarterback can't connect with his teammates. 
that's new for this team. This group's pretty buttoned up, pretty professional, pretty low key when it comes to all this drama. I don't think this is going to turn into something, but when you look at it from 30,000 feet, yeah. they reportedly tried to trade him during the offseason, mm-hmm. or at least were listening to offers. Sure. They wanted to restructure his deal, which did not happen. And the team is going to, the team, let's put it this way. The team is not as talented as it's been in previous seasons. Yep. The road very to the playoffs nice to is far more challenging than it has been mm-hmm. in other seasons. He's 30-something years old. He's coming off of a pretty serious injury. It could be one of these, you know what, do I really – not only is the football going to be challenging, I'm not even enjoying the time with these guys is challenging too. All of this is new for this group, this player, that team. Can I ask you a question? Next year, let's say one year from today – and we're about to start the 2024 NFL season. No, he won't be. Yeah, that's. I think that's that tells you everything right there. Yeah. Will he be a Los Angeles Ram in a year from if now? If I had to place a bet on that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I would bet that he is either not playing or on a different team. Because that gives like you retired. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I think that he's either decided. You know what? I've done enough. He's going to make another $35 million or whatever the number is this year. Yeah. I won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a three or four little girls. He's got a wife that he wants to spend. All of these things. I have more money than I could ever possibly mm-hmm. spend. I've had enough. Or, hey, I want to take one more rip at this. We're not quite where we need to be. Send me to here or there. And the so, Rams draft a quarterback. So that gives, that gives you one full year this year, this season. Then it gives you a full off season, And then a little bit of more trickle time before you actually start the next mm-hmm. year. That's why I think this is a good time frame to to present that because I'm with you. I think there's a lot of things kind of telling you and, – and listen, if Matt Stafford was 25 years old, it's probably a different conversation. If Matt Stafford was young enough to say, okay, hey, let's rebuild this thing together, let's figure it out, yep. he's 35. So Matt Stafford's also saying to himself – With a serious injury. Can I – can I be if it's not going to be with the Rams? If the Rams need a couple more years to figure some stuff out, if they're maybe retooling, there's nobody anybody nobody can say, "Hey, Matt Stafford did not work out with the Los Angeles Rams." Of course, so, of course you can't. Is there is there a scenario that plays out where, okay, we're ready to move on, as in the Rams, and Matt Stafford says, "Let me get one more crack at it with a team that is potentially missing me." The the team that. The Rams were in 2021. Where is there was another one of those? This and that. We're just missing me. Well, I think clearly that's, I think they, that's they, more of a, a a likelihood as well. They tried to do that, and it, there was no buyers. There yep. was no one available to want to take it. Obviously, next year will be different because there will be one less year on the deal that you would have to pay Matthew Stafford. But yep. is there a team that even wants them? Again, it might be I an issue for you. where, like, it you know, a quarterback gets injured that we can't predict. But what what are your two teams? I think there's two, and there's one that is circumstantial, and there's another one that is more emotional and circumstantial. The one that's just circumstantial. Or the Dolphins. Tua is one weird hit away from maybe never playing football again, right? We saw what happened to him last year, and he's (laughs) – I hope it never happens. I hope we never – but if Tua got concussed again, who knows? Dolphins are really good, right? They're really good. And if he goes down, we saw what it looked like behind him. Wasn't great. A situation like that, that one specifically. Who else is supposed to be really good this year? Like, like for the first time in a million years, who's supposed to be really good this year? Detroit. Tell me that that doesn't complete the circle of his career where you guys couldn't put the team around me long enough, so I had to go somewhere else to do it. But mm-hmm. while I was gone, you used what you got to, with for me to mm-hmm. rebuild this thing into a legitimate playoff squad that has a shot that maybe your quarterback's not quite good enough to get it done. He goes back there. 
tells that story, closes that circle off one more time. I've heard of crazier things. Well, I, I, I think wherever it is, I think it's safe to say that it sounds like a year from now, I think there'd be more people that are surprised that Stafford's still the quarterback of the Rams. The Lions would, would be, be crazy. Would that would be. be crazy to go back to the Lions. Would it? It would be... It, I feel like it would make the Lions look bad. They Why? made the, the trade in the first place. Well, no, but okay, they're almost where the Rams you think were. The, that Jared Goff could get Poor Goff. Well, good Goff. Poor Goff. Goff comes out of this looking not great, right? Jeez. So, But think about it, Em. They, for the first time in a really long time, they're expected to be pretty good, right? That Because of Jared Goff. Well, in part because of Jared Goff, but let's say that they go through this season. We're talking about this a year from now, right? That through this season, and it doesn't work because the quarterback just isn't quite good enough. Where have you heard that story before? And what if Matthew Stafford's like, like, I got one or two more years in me. This is the perfect ending to my career. This is a perfect opportunity for me to go back to where I spent the vast majority. I know how to do this. You're close. It makes a lot. I, again, I wouldn't bet my house on I don't think I'd bet 20 The Miami on one's it. interesting. I think, I think that one's more interesting. interesting. I think that they're, but they're, they both Are you track. not sold on, on the Lions, Al? Um, I think they – I like what they've done, and I like them continuing to ride with Jared Goff. Like the idea of saying – What if they? What if Jared Goff's the reason they don't accomplish it this year? I'm not saying he's going to go there in the middle of the year. That That's not what I'm saying at the end of the year. If they're at the point where the Rams were three years ago, it's like, yeah. listen, man, we're close, but we're not good enough. I feel We've like that – got to get a little better. I feel like that chapter is closed. The Stafford Lions, like that, that sounds like, and it's not that it's, you know, sometimes it's not that it wouldn't make sense, but I also feel like he spent so much of his career there. He did leave like that. He didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave, but I think it was was mutually beneficial for both. Right, that he got right. to go to an organization where but he the had a legitimate a lot chance. More it, the team was not very good, and it didn't. He didn't leave with acrimony. The, yeah. He did not leave where, you know, bleep you. No, bleep you. It was, hey, man, we've given this our best shot. Why don't – It's the best we could have done. Why it's don't I go like somewhere the else? You, it, it's It's a lot like that, that we've given you the best shot we have. You've given us your best shot. It just didn't work. Let's go to the next chapter, and we'll be friends for the rest of our lives. Hmm. Well, the next chapter is the Detroit Lions might be pretty darn good. Stafford, when he's healthy, still really, really good. You know Freezer some other things. places. By, that, by the way, what, do you have do you have a little hesitation when you said when when he's healthy? How much of this season is hey can can we make sure that he's good to go that now he's healthy? How much of that is still quite or how much sure. of that is a question mark? Uh, I well, would imagine this it is. offensive amount. line is a huge indicator of that and whether mm-hmm. they can protect him. But you know who are two teams that would actually work well that would never happen? The deal would never get done. It could be the 49ers and the Seahawks. Geno Smith never works out, and never you know, happening. but that's never going to happen. And same for the 49ers. If it was any other team, the situation, if we looked at it blind, a million times, they would probably take Matthew Stafford. All right. I need social media help, Emily. I'm going to need you to help you have you help me edit something along the way and uh, pick one of these pictures because I have bowl cuts in all three of them. we got to figure it out. That's coming up next. <laughs> it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So I'm setting you up for Western week, uh, Western theme weekend. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Friday. So can you guess who this is? You guys want a hint? Yes. NFL quarterback. NFL Current? quarterback. Oh, he's retired. Terry Bradshaw. Nah, next. What do, what do you think? Montana? Oh, wrong. Who do you think? Cowboys. Aikman. Aikman. This is wow. Troy Aikman? This is Troy Aikman. You know what the tell was? Oklahoma Knights. He's from Oklahoma. Yeah. 
Let me, hold on, tear it up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. That ain't bad. All right, Aikman. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Not bad. What's it it's called? Not bad. What's the name of the song? I have no idea. <laughs> but just Send it to me. I'm going to give it to the PA. All right, yeah, for sure. There's That's some not bad. Developments in that world that I may or may not be able to talk. about. You better about. be on the list. Yeah, well, there is there is no list. Is no you list. got an email, right. yeah, but I didn't. Don't see why did you have to? You, you have can to get kicked out of the game. Speaking of like PA stuff and you know announcements and big boards, did you guys see that Max Scherzer got a tribute video at City Field when he was back there to play the Mets? I I did, and I. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm Matthew Stafford in this situation. Maybe I'm the old man who doesn't relate to the younger generation. How do you get a statue if you were there for one year? Not and, a statue. It's or, a, I'm it's sorry, a, a video. A video, video a tribute video. I misspoke. How do you get a how do you get a video of your incredible Mets career when you were there for one year? They played in one he pitched in one playoff game. It also game, included Dodger stuff. And he they, lost. Like I had he been there for one year and they win the World Series and he's a part of it. Sure, you know what? Can I, can I tell you <laughs> what, why? What are we doing? I'll tell you why they did it. And this is kind of a this is a marketing thing where they're trying to show, hey, look at us. We even when we trade for a guy and um, we we have so much respect for him and look what he's done. I think they're trying to make it look like look at our franchise. Look, look, we we even show love to. Well, by the way, stupid. Mets. They were booing. Mets exactly. fans were booing. And I agree that you got to have history with the organization. When you think of Max Scherzer, you think of Max Scherzer. Let, let, me, let me use LeBron as an example. LeBron's been in L.A. now. This is going to be his sixth season. Mm-hmm. LeBron changed a lot. He won a title. Won an NBA championship. Like that's, that's worthy of it. Even though you're going to remember LeBron as a different player, you're going to remember him as a Cav. I think most, most people would think of him as a Cav. But at the end of the day, it's like, what the hell did you guys accomplish? Let's say that, let's put it this way. Let's say he's there for two years. One of those years, they win a World Series, 
and he's the re- he's a huge piece why. I don't have a problem with the trip. I still don't think like, okay, well, it's because they won a World Series. They didn't do anything. It's like OBJ getting a tribute video if, if they won a World Series. Or it's more like Bobby Wagner getting one when he comes back to uh, play here. That's what it is. That That's a really you good know, example. We liked him. He did great. Nice guy, good he didn't player. Win any big games. What's the moment? Right, it, it, I kind of go the opposite of what you were saying, Salee. I I would be I would think it's more likely mm-hmm. that they did it specifically to tee up their fans to boo him than mm. they did it to try to say, "Hey, look how nice a guys we are," because they that didn't work. Right? That, no, that, it didn't. that did not work. They know their fans. A temperature for the fan base. They they know how their fans are going to react to that. They know that they're incredibly disappointed with how this season is sure. gone. And sure. how Scherzer's a little bit of a nutcase. And Scherzer is a hothead for sure. And he's back with the Texas Rangers. By the way, they just traded him a couple of months ago, a month or so ago. If anything, this was a – hey, watch this. Right? As <laughs> much, much more so than, hey, you know, that was a really so, – nothing happened. He, he wasn't there. It was. It wasn't a meaningful. wasn't terrible. He wasn't like he's a bad guy, but he wasn't there long enough to have a- it. Happen. And the Mets were one of the franchises which was smart to say, "Okay, hey, this ain't working. Cut ties. Get a prospect. Move on." Hey, I, I, don't, I don't understand the truth. So, so where's the line? So where would it be where you find it acceptable that someone gets a tribute video coming back? One of two things needs to happen. Or both. You need to be there for a very long time and be very, very popular. Justin Turner, for instance. Oh, right? yeah, when yeah, Justin Turner yeah. comes back to Los Angeles, okay. they're going to be thrilled to see him. Mm-hmm. Justin Turner also won a World Series. What about Kenley Jansen, though? For sure. Mm-hmm. Right? For for the very same reasons. What about Bellinger? Yeah, he won an MVP. Yeah. Look, but, but by the way, these are all guys that were there for how many years? Yeah. Bellinger and, was there four years. And won a World Series. And won a World Series. Five years. And and won a World Series. This is not just, hey, he was a good player who was with. Like, if Albert Pujols comes back through, that's kind of because he's a legend of the game. And mm-hmm. Dodger fans really liked him. But he was only there for a very short period of time. Julio it's, leaves next season. He's going to get a tribute. For sure yeah, like, so, he will. But, yeah, OBJ, does he, if he got a tribute at the Rams game, would you be shocked when he – if he they no, don't play the Ravens he this season. No, because he helped them win the World Series uh, – the uh, Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Okay. Trey Turner. He was there for a couple of years, was really good, but nothing in the postseason There for two happened. years, nothing in the postseason. I'd say no. Don't I, give him a tribute. No. You got to do something. You can't have – you can't – like, think about – the tributes, if you're saying Justin Turner, yes, why is he getting a tribute and Trey Turner? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, think of what one met to the franchise sure. versus the other. One is one of the most popular players of his era. Mm-hmm. The other guy was a good player that was there for was a, a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Was a, and he, he was there was because a he had, and the second he got to leave, he did. Mm-hmm. And also you have to think about what is going to be in that video. It has to be something that stirs an emotion. And you think about Trey Turner, I don't know a moment that would stick out to me that would put in that video. Just a slide. Sure. The slide. I'm, I'm not even being flipped. Like but the it's, slide is the moment, But right? it's one thing. Sure. But but if, okay, Chris Taylor, similar things. If he ever what? left and came back, he he has some big moments that big have moments been Big moments, and he's been a Dodger for a good amount of years. He had a walk-off in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He had a game-saving catch in the playoffs. He mm-hmm. won a World Series. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So I think it has to be like wanting to know what the content of the video would be and if there's enough good stuff in there. But it has to be 
yeah, these these key moments Noah that are connecting you to the, to the franchise. <laughs> right. Noah's okay. <laughs> Noah Syndergaard is more worthy of a Mets tribute than Max Scherzer. Of course, oh, yeah, hundred percent. That, that's what is. I mean. Like Noah Syndergaard had some moments yeah. there. Noah Syndergaard was really good for the Mets, not so much for the Dodgers and the Guardians. <laughs> But yeah, you gotta can't just hey I wore your is Justin Verlander gonna get one when they come back through? Mo Bamba. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to you know what? Bonnie it is? Walker. Hold on. <laughs> is there a guy, a veteran guy, uh-huh. who was on the Lakers? Carmelo. Who did Carmelo Anthony is a really good example. That's uh, a really good example. To get a tribute for the Lakers. To get a video tribute. No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No. That. Max Scherzer's walking straight into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So is Carmelo Anthony. Yep. One of the great pitchers of his era, one of the great scorers mm-hmm. of his era. But you didn't do anything here. We, I mean, we like you. You're a nice guy, but you're not <laughs> going to do that, right? Yeah. It's Absolutely. insane. Yeah. It's insane. I want to go to that bar in uh, Milwaukee, too, and drink when Brett Favre <laughs> or uh, Aaron Rodgers throws picks. Yeah. Did you see great. that one, Sleep? Great idea. It really is. It really is. It's a good— It's Every, a, every, time, every time businesses like that do something where— they have a pulse. They got such a good pulse for the community there. And now you get to root against, um, and this is just one example of it, but I, I love the idea. Is there another example of, because you guys know me, I love to root against thing, against things almost as much as I like to root for. I think I'd get more pleasure out of watching something I don't like fail out of something that I love succeed. Because the love succeed means if it doesn't go well, you get crushed all over again. But there's no downside to rooting against the team that you root against. Who's the team you despise the most in sports? Is there one or it's uh, – listen, as we get I, older, I, really I think there's less yeah, of it. I, I, I Could have been the Celtics back in the day. It's not a team. Or, it's individual. I root against individuals. I, You know, I think the Angels are a hard team for me to root for because I just think that they've tricked off two of the great careers of their entire life – of the entire era – I don't think that they run it the the way it's supposed to be run. Yeah, I've seen it up close. I just just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So when it goes bad, it's like, well, yeah, you're running it bad. It needs to go bad. I love seeing Duke lose. So there is a thing at UVA. So it's kind of a tradition amongst uh, fans of UVA basketball is whenever Duke loses, it doesn't have to be to UVA. It's just if Duke loses, period. Uh, there's this website called Did Duke Win? And then you can go there and it pops up and it says no. And then it says whatever the score of the game was. And people will screen screenshot that and then put it on their Instagrams or Twitters and all that stuff. We That's relish genius. Duke losing that. almost as much as we relish UVA winning because, you know, UVA wins, but you always have that thing in your heart. Like, they're going to disappoint you eventually. Obviously, they're going to get knocked out in the March Madness at some point in time. But it's fun to see it. <laughs> Al's showing it to me right now. That's yeah. terrific. Just says That's terrific. Did Duke win It just says in you red. You should do it for the Clippers. No, <laughs> says no, and it says lost fifty-two to sixty-five. That's no! it. I like that. I like right. It. So we there's should... there's that. Like, and I also hate the Ravens, and so I love seeing the Ravens flame out. You know, as a Steelers fan, there's there's certain things that like yes, it's your own team is going to disappoint you at some point in time, and so it's harder. Well, you're vulnerable to getting hurt. With yeah, your own exactly. Team, right. That you're putting yourself out there in a way that. If the Dodgers win the World Series, nothing would feel better, right? But if they do what they've been doing again, it's like a kick in the guts. Where if you just go to the bar to root against Aaron Rodgers and he fails, you're like, great, I got to get wasted and I got to see him lose. And I get some tweets off. And I got to, and all these things. And if he wins, you go, ah, that's right, whatever. We had a nice night out. We had an afternoon at the it's bar. It's like the Chargers you win either lose, way. Lose, blowing their 27-0 um, Oh, lead. one of the greatest nights of my life. Exactly. 
It's pretty good. I was no, loving I, I could win, win. You should do a website. I, I could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one would go on there. <laughs> well, no. I think there's some people like you. There's yeah, some San, yeah. former San yeah. Diegans that, that true, uh, would like to see that all over again. Dodgers and Braves start a four-game series at the end of the week. Does it matter? It's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So Emily inspired me. She put up a picture of herself when she was 10 years old uh, with her gold medals from her swim competition. And uh, my mom just sent me a picture of me with a Little League trophy that is now uh, my Twitter avatar. So I'm very excited. Jorge, that's your mission. Al, this is your mission to go. i got to go back to El Cajon. <laughs> you got to go find, find They're a They're all picture. there. <laughs> you got to do it. Cajon. My mom came through. She also could not find one of me without a bull haircut. So that's uh, exciting. i got to find the one where I'm wearing uh, my Jerry Rice jersey. Are you a Niner a, fan from it, way back? Oh, man. You have no idea. I'm next to the Christmas tree. I had just gotten it for Christmas. How did that happen? Uh, oh, that's cool. Uh, my dad. Jerry Rice. Oh, your dad's My dad lived fan? in San Francisco for a minute. All right. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Was there any part of you knowing that the Rams were coming back nope. to L.A.? Nothing. Nope. I'll put it to you this way. You're dating somebody for 30 years. Yeah. This new hot girl comes in town. You're not going to leave a 30-year history for like the hot girl right now. Come on, man. Some people do. Yeah, not, not, that, not here. Yeah, that, There's too much time invested. The a story lot, that you lot. just told is not an uncommon story. Well, well, the, well, problem, not in LA. the problem is, well, she's not as hot anymore. <laughs> the problem is <laughs> with the franchise <laughs> that he's with, it's such a prestigious yeah. franchise, We've too. We've been up, up and down. It's, mm-hmm. it's just been a ride, you know? So it's cool. I got all this swag anyway. Like, what am I going to well, do? Well, you got the poncho. Swag? You've got the necklace. Everything. You've got. You've got. Yeah. T-shirts. You hats. Like. It's your I team. Got, I got. It. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't like yours. <laughs> yeah, it's, I guess that's all right. All right, you want to go to the Coliseum on Saturday afternoon to watch the Trojans battle Nevada? Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Caller number seven right now, 877-710-ESPN. You win a four-pack to see Caleb Lincoln and the USC Trojans this weekend, call right now to win from 710 ESPN. Caller number 7, 877-710-3776. You can go watch the Trojans, and I believe they're the Wolfpacks, Lee. Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley, not yes. Caleb Lincoln, which to be – no, I know Caleb that's how it's written. Lincoln and the USC Trojans <laughs> oh, this weekend. Yeah, I'm yes. like, Caleb Lincoln. See, like, now oh. you're going to make me slow down. Caleb <laughs> I said Caleb Ferguson and Caleb, in, uh, uh, last week. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty more. Caleb, Caleb Ferguson is that's that's a whole nother thing. Speaking of him, yeah. uh, Dodgers have two more. With, or no, excuse me, they have one more tonight against the um, Diamondbacks. Two more against the Diamondbacks. I'm losing my mind. They go two Tuesday, Wednesday, the Thursday. They start against the Braves. Then they start a four game series with the Braves. The pitching matchups. Everybody's at least as of Monday or Tuesday afternoon. Everybody's pitching everybody. They're throwing Julio's going to pitch, Kershaw's going to pitch, Miller's going to pitch, Lynn's going to pitch. Like you're going to get all of these guys in there. Um, the Braves, Strider, Freed, Morton, their guys are going to pitch too. Mm-hmm. Does it matter at all? Is there any result in this? Because unless like the Dodger bullpen blows three out of the four games or something like that. Yeah. I think this is going to be one of those. It's a fun series to watch, but we still got a month to go before we're actually playing for real. I guess this is a question. How important is it to 
There was a time where the Atlanta Braves had such a lead on the Dodgers as far as their record goes. It's four games now. It's not that the Braves are playing bad baseball. I think the Dodgers are, what, 22-4 and four in August, something Crazy. along those lines. I think that is right. So they made up a lot of their ground over these last, let's say, 60 days or so. How important is it to make the Atlanta Braves have something to play for the rest of the way? I'm sure they want to start a series if this is the way it lines up in Atlanta, and I'm sure it means something. I mean, heck, yesterday we were talking about how how important it is. Can you get Julio to just start these games that are at home? I know they're four back, but if you take three or four from the Atlanta Braves over this set coming up Thursday through Sunday at um, Dodger Stadium, you got a legitimate chance having the best record in the NL. So I guess the question is, is is that important? Is Is having the best record important? Because that's the only thing really left to play for. The Julio part, is interesting, but I think that's literally the only part about this that they would care even a little bit about. I really don't think the Braves. I really don't. If you said to the Dodgers and the Braves both, we're just going to fast forward to the NLCS. We're playing each other. If I can give you that, but you have to either way. But you have to go on the road. I think it's fine. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's go do it. I don't know if that matters a whole bunch. I know that. The, being at home is better than being on the road, but neither one of these teams are drastically different. They're, they're good on the road. They're good at home. These guys, other than Julio, their splits are roughly the same, home and away. I don't know if it's a huge deal. I think it's just going to come down to the worst possible thing you can hear as a Dodger fan. Are you playing well or not? Are you hot? Are you, are, are, is Mookie looking like he's looking right now? Is Freddie looking like he's looking right now? Is Clayton Kershaw healthy? Has Bobby Miller gotten a little bit better? Is Lance Lynn still pitching the way that he has? Can we pitch Julio at home and avoid pitching him in Atlanta? That's what matters much more than, hey, we got one. Because it may not even get to that seventh game, right? It might end way before then. I don't think it makes a huge difference. I think the I think that's the only thing that I could look at. I mean, I think, I think there's also a – if the Braves took three of four from the Dodgers – and it didn't look good. It just didn't look good. The, the Atlanta looked a lot sharper. Um, Dodgers weren't hitting with runners in scoring position. World's not going to end, but I think they could take some of that. I think that's that's good to have on their side. And I think the same way, if you're the Dodgers and you took three or four from the Atlanta Braves. I don't know. Here's Atlanta, the best team in Major League Baseball. They came to Dodger Stadium, and we did to them what we've been doing to a lot of these other teams. You said some. You and I were talking during one of the breaks, and that – the Brewers, I think, have won eight or nine in a row, something like that. Before the Brewers um, went on the streak, they were Dodgers playing the Dodgers, <laughs> and the Dodgers just kind of, you know, just did what they did. Yeah. The Arizona Diamondbacks have been playing much better baseball. They played the, the Dodgers yesterday. All of a sudden, the, the Arizona Diamondbacks, they kind of stop. These are the only two teams that you could look at between the Dodgers and the Braves where they've beat up on everybody. They have. They have. But I, I keep coming back to this. If the Dodgers sweep the Braves yep. on Monday morning when we come in here, you know what I'm saying? That was cool, but we still got to get talked to. It, it doesn't matter. Like the Whatever the hot or the cold is right now, it's a month and a half away. It doesn't matter. Same thing. If they go in and the Braves sweep the Dodgers, it's like, yeah, that sucked, but does it matter? You still have a month and a half before they're going to play each other again in a meaningful way, even if they do. And base, there is no momentum in baseball. It literally is who's pitching tomorrow. That's your momentum. Because if you go out there and you have a bullpen day and you win, 
Then you got Clayton Kershaw. You're feeling pretty good about it. If you have Clayton Kershaw and you win, you got a bullpen day the next day. It's like, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. It's the next day's starting pitcher. That's where the momentum. There's is. so much in between as well because if they're going to face each other, they're going to both have to win playoff rounds to begin with. Yeah. So now you're talking another, you know, week and a half, two weeks on top of it. That as much as I want to make it, the only argument I can make is just to have home field since that's still in play, but. The Padres lost how many games to the Dodgers in the regular season and it's then a, won three of four? There you go. You I think just, that's the case it, that you're making. Yeah, just, okay, cool. We're, it's 0-0 starting today that your 14-5 and record against me doesn't matter. We're 0-0. Mm-hmm. You want me to make a big deal out of something that is probably not a big deal? Yeah. The entire Rams season hinges on whether they win or not on opening day. You, <laughs> yeah. ready, you ready for this? Emily looked at me like I was crazy when I, when I laid this out for her this morning. Here are the Rams' opening games. Okay. If they win in Seattle, which, by the way, on the road, division opponent, tough tough assignment, Yep. but not totally out of the question. Right? They usually split with Seattle. They usually, usually. split with Seattle. They if, win if, you're, if you're giving a percentage, but if you said, hey, I'm taking Seattle, and I'm, I'm – I, I, I would bet uh-huh. it's a 60-40 Seattle favorite, right? Okay. So a favorite, but not a crazy amount of favorite. Mm-hmm. You win that game, you're 1-0. San Francisco's next week. They, we know what happens with them. Home game. Yep. Okay, you're 1-1. You have Monday Night Football Home in Cincinnati. In right. In Cincinnati the week after that. Take the Bengals. You're one and two. You win next week against Indianapolis. Very possible. At Indy. You're two and two. Mm-hmm. You got Philadelphia after that, right? Two and three. Probably. Arizona, week six. At three and three, guys, we're in it. You're we're, in the mix. We're, we're in the mix. Mm-hmm. We've played a third and of the season. The schedule gets easier at the, the end. The schedule is much easier at the end. If you lose that Seattle game, now you're either one and five or zero oh and six. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. Okay, because it just the the momentum that game is the game that keeps you around five hundred yep. the whole way. I'm yep. asking. I'm just asking, Jorge. You got to make a bet. First game of the season, Rams at Seattle. Who you taking? Seattle. Who you taking, Emily? Uh, Seattle. I guess I'm, I don't know. I'm it's taking Seattle as well. Are you taking Seattle? You get you pick one of those two teams. Yeah. So I I get I think this is it. It almost but makes so me hard think we, we haven't seen the Rams. But, it, but, it, but it makes me it makes me think of last year where we're always trying to twist. If they could just do this, even though it's not kind of the likely narrative, you're right. We haven't seen anything. We haven't seen so, healthy Matthew Stafford since he won a Super Bowl. You're right about that. And but, he probably wasn't healthy then. But, yeah. but we were just talking about <laughs> how we were just talking about their line. We were just talking like they have plenty of question marks that are attributed to the Rams. I think it would be a consensus that it would be for me, it would be a it would definitely if be a surprise lose if that they win Seattle, Seattle game. It sets you up for an zero and three start potentially. It sets you up for now you have to win in Indy, and if you don't, now you're almost certain to be zero and five against Philadelphia. That it's really and even if you beat Indy yep. and you beat Arizona at two and four with the Cowboys, Steelers, and Packers waiting for you on the back end. Okay. Okay. Can I sell you on likely. the other side of why you know the Rams do have a fighting shot? So sure. it's Geno Smith who knows if he can repeat what he did the last season. Last season they went way over expectation of what they were supposed to do. Obviously they have um, you know Geno Smith back, they have a quarterback back, they have DK Metcalf still, they have Bobby Wagner back. They added well, one of their draft picks got injured recently and won't be here this season. And but they have Pete Carroll. But there's a lot of question marks. We don't know if Geno Smith can really repeat. 
And I think that is the biggest question mark for me. And who knows? He throws three interceptions, and the Rams are there. It's the NFL. Anybody can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. It, it happens all the time. But you're going to have to get a couple of those quasi-coin flippers that to go, go your way. way. Yeah. You have Especially to. them. Right. Especially them. Yeah. They're not the better team when they're going to be out there the way that they were for five years. When, when they went out there, they're better than those guys. You should win. Now it's going to be a – they might be a little better than you. You're going to need one. To and go we're your lucky way. that that fumble <laughs> went right in the hands of one of our guys. To get a stop yeah. the ball that bounces off a hand, a yeah. penalty, a whatever it is that you're on the other side of that. Instead of being able to survive a bad break, you need a bad break. How good does it feel to talk about a regular season game? Not nearly as good as Al. <laughs> Forty-one to nothing in the final preseason game of that the took, year. It took I felt like five hours. To you play. know why it felt like that? Because it did. <laughs> X going give it to you. By the way, those are those are all the ones. Those are the ones I understand least is when it's preseason or it's and it, that they actually are calling every penalty. At this. I'm like, rule. run the damn the, clock. The referees should have been arrested at the end of the game. <laughs> that, this, that this was a you're throwing. There's four minutes left in this game and you're calling illegal motion. What are we doing? Just you've let it happen. You've seen it in oh, NBA by the games way. where they're reviewing. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, it's an 18-point game. There's three minutes left. What are you reviewing? You, you're insane. <laughs> your sanity. By the way, speaking of that 41-0 game, uh, this is just from Adam Schefter. So there was one guy that kind of showed out really mu- a lot for the Broncos. His name was Albert O. The way he says his last name is, I'm not going to butcher his last name. but his Albert name, O. Albert O. He just got traded to the Eagles. Oh, they grabbed him. Yeah. So, I mean, good for him because he really he was looked great in that mm-hmm. preseason game. Obviously, I'm sure he won't get a ton of time in the Eagles because obviously they're a great team. But that's good for him. That they want him means he's pretty good. Good yeah. teams go get good players. Everything's on the line. <laughs> Different O. That's yes, Coach O. Yes, Albert Coach o, o is exactly. a tight end. That's Coach O. Everything's on the line. Sounds like Sling Blade. <laughs> the Dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. It's time, as Chris would say, to get you in the NFL spirit. How Latinos pronounce NFL Teams Part 3. Get that key. Say, Washington Commando. Washington? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Washington. I was very confused in the beginning. <laughs> the, it, it, the watching team. It's the yeah, play it again, play it again, play it again. How Latinos pronounce NFL Teams Part 3. Get that key. Say, Washington Commando. <laughs> I got it from the Commanders. That's how I he got it. He styles the command- Commanders. No, he says Commando. Commando. Washington Commando. <laughs> That's the only way I got it. Just on that end there. I like that a lot. We, do you, do we, we have every had, team? We, we have had, every team. So we we had had he, did, he did many parts. Yeah. We've had Pittsburgh Steelers, Patriots. New England Patriots, and then the and, Commandos. And the Washington Commandos. Commando. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Commandos <laughs> along the way. Uh, I posted my picture from when I was nine years old on Twitter today. Emily inspired me. Here are some of the responses. You do look like a bully. Thank you, Cap, from Whittier. That makes me feel good. Uh, Rich M. says the smirk has never changed. That's probably true. Uh, was this taken before or after you sent a strongly worded letter to the Rams quarterback? Have I ever told you that story? Mm. I was not nine. I was probably 12. Okay. The Rams were playing the uh, Chicago Bears in a playoff game. Okay. I believe it was 1985. I believe it was the year that the Bears were just unbelievably awesome. And Dieter Brock, who was a CFL quarterback legend, came to the NFL that year and was a quarterback of the Rams, and he was not great. 
And I, as a young person, watched the Rams get clobbered by the Bears in the postseason and went into my room and wrote a very, very yes. unacceptable letter to Dieter Brock at the Rams. Like, not cool at all. And I went and I said, I saw my mom like, hey, um, how do I get the address Just, for the Rams? Yeah, what do we do here? How do, do we drop she, it off? And she says, what, what are you talking about? I said, I need to send this letter. She goes, what letter? I said, I wrote a letter to Dieter Brock. And she says, can I read it? And I said, well, yeah, fine. And she, she, she reads it. She's looking at me like, A, what what is the what is the matter with you? Why would you ever write something like this? And do you really think we're going to put this in the mail where another person can read something like this that came from my family? I wrote a hate letter to somebody when I was 12 years old. Well, That's now, extremely well, you would do unhealthy. Is just tweet it I was just going to yeah. say, <laughs> would you take that if, if Twitter was around when you were 12? Would that have been a... It would have been. Poor I would have. I would have hit the tweet button. Yes, I definitely would. But it was. It, by the way, I think it was pretty well written. I expressed myself uh, clearly. It was not very nice. You didn't have to filter it through your mom. <laughs> I didn't know if how to. We mail had a letter. Twitter. Just pop. Did it involve something like Dave Roberts said? Uh, uh, it was no. It wasn't profane. Okay. It was just mean. Mean. It was just mean. Yeah. I care it, about your team, man. <laughs> I well, it was. It was a bit much. This one is, you're riding a bit high there, Rogers. I tried writing a letter once. I was in uh, junior high, and then there was a Kobe Bryant book that came out. Kay. It was one of those book fairs. You know, like yeah, book yeah, fairs yeah. in junior high. So I bought the book, and then my uh, it, it, one of my teachers says, hey, you know you could write a letter to the Lakers, maybe they can hand it. And I was like, no way. So I went home, penciled one in. I, I don't know if he ever sent it, but I never heard back. But it was a Kobe. It was a letter to Kobe when I was like 12, 13 years old. Okay. Yeah. So if we're telling stories, here's another one. We're on an airplane. We're, we're flying. I forget where we're going. I was, as you guys all know, I was a baseball card nut. Still kind of am. Don't tell anybody. Um, and I had my George Brett cards, and I'm flipping through them. And one of the stewards, as they were called at the time, stops me, and he says to me, hey, are you a George Brett fan? I'm like, he's my favorite player. He goes, you know, I went to high school with George Brett. Mm. And I'm like, that's amazing. And he goes, if you want, I can send him one of these and get it autographed, and I take out my favorite one, okay. right? My very favorite one, and I and my I don't remember my mom or my dad. They're like, this guy's lying to you. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. D Travis, pick a different one. Pick one that you might have more than one of. And I'm like, well, no, no. And my dad's looking at me like, there's a good chance you're not gonna get this, this card. This is back. never yeah. coming back. Yeah. Give it to the guy, guys. I'll say, give you your address, all this stuff. Okay, fine. Ten years goes by. The card shows up. What? What? The card crazy. shows cool. up because the guy and the guy, the steward, not autographed, but he goes, I found this in a desk at my house. We were moving. I was going through it. I was never able to get it signed, but here's your card back. Wow. It came That's back crazy. 10 years later. Not signed, oh so I was still disappointed. Gosh. But you yeah. got it back. Yeah. Yeah. See yeah. mom, see dad, as you went straight to him. Trust more. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't last long. My 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 trusting scenario was not uh, something I dealt with. Happy birthday. Happy 33rd birthday to uh, Dodger Chris Taylor. Who uh, Emily, you mentioned would he get a tribute video. Absolutely 100 times out of 100 he would. He's going to be one of those guys that the when, when he's done or when he goes to another team, that you're going to look back very fondly on. Appreciate yeah. him more when he's Absolutely. gone. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Played a bunch of different positions. Got clutch hits. Mm -hmm. Like more than once. Made Grinder one too. of the great catches mm -hmm. in left field. A walk-off postseason knock against the Cardinals yep. not that long ago. He he's will be also very a Wahoo. favorably. He's also what? A Wahoo. Oh, he yeah. went to UVA. That's right. That's right. So he would definitely get one at UVA. 
Lakers night is on September 1st with the Dodgers, and Natalia Bryant will throw out the ceremonial first mm. pitch. I like that when they do the little crossover, Dodger-Laker or Dodger-Kings or Kings-Lakers. Whenever they do those, those crossover events, those are always very cool. There's a few brands that just go together. The Dodgers and obviously the Lakers, those brands go together. But, Trev, there's also a lot of teams here in SoCal that you can't do the crossover with. Like there's just there's uh, maybe I'm wrong here, but I'm pretty sure. Has there ever been a Clipper night at Dodger Stadium? I don't know. I don't That's recall. Angel, right? They do at the Angels. I, I, yeah. They get booed whenever they put one of them on the jumbo. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Rams games too. They put I'm Paul saying George there's on. only a few that actually fit at the uh, Raiders Chargers game. Paul George was at that game too. Raiders Boy, Chargers. Was... Chargers were trying to show off. Hey, we got Paul George here. Everybody's booing him. I'm like, guys, there's A's read the rules. There's A's <laughs> read the room. A's go with A's. B's go with B. When you cross them over, everybody's going to walk away feeling bad about it. Boy, was... a good deal. There's that too. Uh, Emily, what is this from? All right, so this is from um, the, the commentator's Maro Suma. He is the AC Milan's commentator. So Christian Pulisic is uh, was is the U.S. Men's National Team captain and he now plays for ac milan and he scored a goal and the commentator uh called it as if it was calling it for the u.s men's national team it's very funny i'm gonna play it for you right now christian polisic christian polisic dentro per loftus 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 giro polisic come on baby come on baby come on baby usa 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 That's awesome. That's a great that call. That is pretty awesome. That's a great call. Now, okay. USA, USA. Come on, baby. <laughs> that That's great, too. But, but because I don't speak Italian, isn't the USA chant something that the rest of the world looks at us with like, come on, man, really? That's a like, joke. I, that's what I mean. It's, it's, a, it's a source of... They're looking at. They're looking down their nose at us with those sorts of things. Unless, was that this unless or it's this in the genuine? English? I think it was. It was, it was <laughs> something more of like what I'm also supposed to say about Christian Pulisic, and this is his most known thing is that he's the captain of the U.S. men's national team. I dig it. I dig. It. Let's do a little super cross talk. I thought maybe that when you came in here, you're going to have your uh, sequin silver hat getting no, ready for your concert. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I put when, are you, out there, when are you going? Uh, Saturday night. Okay. Saturday night with Beyonce, and she says, wear silver stuff. So. you got to wear that jacket. Yeah, the jacket, I think, yeah. I probably got to wear. Yeah. That place right? is going to be I mean, rocking. And you thought you'd never get another use out of yeah, that I mean, sucker. I bought that jacket. I'm like, for Mandy's one, when am I ever going to wear this? And go, well, Beyonce. Beyonce. Concert, yeah. you got to do the hat. So I was talking to King in the next room. Do you know King? This is not like Cappy's Hey, King. King. Okay, that's what I was, yeah, you caught no, me. King from Stretch Lab. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, so I talked to him about you specifically. This is Travis. Good. Yes. And they really want you to go in there, and they will go gentle on you, and they will stretch you just enough that you feel like I just did it. I you feel, feel good? great. Feel great. I'll you should it. go in and I'll try it. it. They're really good. Uh, stretch Lab. I guess they're all over uh, yeah. Southern California now. All right. Can, and can we? There's just... mates. There's one in Venice, by not too far from where you live, right next to. Um, I always go to Wabi on Rose. Oh yeah, yeah. Right next to it. Oh, okay. Are right. you a stretcher, John? Yeah, every day. Yeah, really? John's big every on day. stretching. Yeah. Ask Ask Trav how long it's been. How long do you think it's been since you've last stretched? Like for real? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever have. I, I, I I'm not being flipped. Like when I was playing baseball, when I yep. was still in pretty good shape 
you know, you'd do the thing where you'd kind of do your arm across your chest yeah, right, like this. You'd kind of do one of these, kind of, you know, a little bit of that, but never in any meaningful way. I'd always be in the back of the stretch line telling stupid stories. And, and trying to a avoid college it. pitcher too. Yeah, has not I do, I've never done it. It hurts. What if that was the separation between you well, and a the lot big of, leagues? A lot of other barriers. <laughs> there were there were there barriers. were several yeah. other barriers, yeah. namely talent. Yeah, yeah. You know, ta- you talent can't teach that. Talent seemed to be. How ironic would it be in that in a month you're doing live reads for stretch line? <laughs> oh yeah, wouldn't that be great? Hey, I'm I mean, Travis Rogers. Is there a better testimonial? I I've finally all, yeah. stretched. Yeah, I didn't Not stretch for do it. forty yeah. years. So, have you seen Beyonce before? I've never seen Beyonce. I'm yeah. excited. To see, I hear she's supposedly the show is just like spectacular visually. She's fantastic. Her voice sounds great. My problem with her is I don't know if you heard this yesterday. My problem with her is it's a seven thirty concert. Okay, mm-hmm. she has no opening act. Seven thirty concert. Okay. She goes on sometime between eight thirty and nine o'clock. Okay, so. Basically, she's telling you, get here and wait an hour and a half for me to come on stage. Now, where else does that go on? Like, you go see a Broadway show, game starts. Go to a Dodger game, yeah. 7 10. First pitch, 7 10. Exactly. Beyonce? Yeah. There's yeah, a 90 there. minute window? 90 minute window that she could come on stage. I mean, look, if it's 20. They have like a, they have a DJ. I think it's disrespectful to the audience, don't you? 90 minutes is. Yeah, 90 minutes is disrespectful. If you're. 15 minutes behind say okay that's fine yeah that's fine. no that's not a, a half deal. an hour we're pushing it right 90 minutes 90 minutes 90 John, have minutes. you seen beyonce i know it's you go to rain delay no i saw oh you know i saw it at the super bowl i was at the super bowl the year the broncos beat uh carolina and but this will be a, a full real this will be yeah, a full real show that mm-hmm. that con that concert was cold play beyonce and bruno mars at that super bowl up in uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do up we, in San Francisco. San Francisco. Levi. Yeah. San Levi. Francisco. You, John, you said that quickly. Are you not a fan, or you just haven't had a chance? Um, no, I, I don't think I would pay the money. Yeah, I, I think it's a super expensive ticket. Did did you you got in because of your Rams? Yes, seats, I right? did. We got. So in. you're paying face. Correct. Are you I don't think most people are paying face. What's that? Are you in Club Renaissance? I am not in Club Renaissance. Is I don't that know like what a that, real? I don't know what that means. I mean, her. Album I was is told called, to ask. Her album is called Renaissance. Her tour is called Renaissance. It's I'm like sure. the it's the club on the floor level. So it's where kind of everybody. It's a standing room place around the center of the stage, and it's kind of like the most. Um, like lit part of the crowd. Most was, lit, like yes. live imaging. Yeah, no. exactly. Most <laughs> yeah, lit. exactly. Yeah, Are you ready for um, the crowd on mute? What does that mean? So there's a portion in her song. You're not prepared, man. No, I don't says, know anything about the show except I want to see Beyonce. She's putting the crowd on She's mute. Yeah. And she does that, and she asks the crowd to be on mute until she restarts her song or until they cheer. And she gets mad at people if they go, yeah, Beyonce. So oh, okay. be quiet when she says. So you got to wait an hour and a half. And then when she tells you don't say anything. When she says shut up, <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> if she's hey, on stage yet. I just got here. It's 830. That's... Now shut up. What are you supposed to do for an hour and a half? Eat, drink? Yeah. I don't know. Talk, I you know what I'm going to do? A lot of eating <laughs> I have already planned this out. I'm going to watch the uh, USC game on my phone. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's a perfect time that is. to watch the USC SoFi's game. SoFi's got good Wi-Fi, too. Yeah, they got good Wi-Fi. So I'm going to be watching the Trojans. That is one of those things that you never in a million years would have imagined is important yep. 20 years ago. That if the stadium doesn't have good Wi-Fi, it's like, eh, I might just stay home. Oh, yeah. I got to be able to look at that second screen while I'm watching the well, event. Well, it is so important that, like, uh, Staple or Crypto upgraded their Wi-Fi. You know, the part of it 
that is critical is they're basically everybody at the stadium, everybody at the arena is marketing for you. Everybody that sends a picture out and says, "Look, here's why I am." You're actually it's good for the sport. It's good for the it's, it's good for yeah. business. You're out there promoting. So, I'm sure like, for example, Beyonce wants to enhance her, like her brand needs any enhancing. <laughs> She's but, all right. But if she wants to enhance <laughs> yeah. a million people tweeting out, hey, here's I had a great the Beyonce time. show, or I had a great time. Tagging SoFi Stadium yes. and everything. Yeah. Yes, okay. exactly. All right, Jen, so what's the threshold for a tribute video when a guy that used to play for your team comes back to your city? Because last night, Max Scherzer was in New York. Okay. Okay, he's obviously on the Rangers now, spent – one full season and a portion of a second season in New York. They played a tribute video for him, and he was mercilessly booed by yeah. Mets fans. Like they, I don't get that. Why he, do you? He pitched in one postseason game that he lost. He said, "That's it. I want to be somewhere where I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here." Yeah. What? What? Why? What is the threshold so for he's that? Not, he doesn't want to do a rebuild or something along those yeah. lines. I mm -hmm. would like to highlight when the Dodgers, when Max comes back to the Dodgers, I want them to play the clip of "My arm is dead. I can't throw." I do like. Look, if the Dodgers are going to do one, it has to be where he was drunk four seconds after yeah, they beat know. the Giants. Yeah, exactly. That was the fastest I've ever seen somebody go loaded, fully present, athletically. To half crack in the bag. Ten seconds later. Yep. What's the threshold for a video? Uh, I th I don't think that's long enough. Time. I, I think, like for example, if if Kike Hernandez. Okay, so didn't Kike get a little video tribute when he went back to Boston? He was part of a World Series winning team. No, he, not in Boston. No, no, no. Here. But what he's saying is when is, they were in Boston last oh, week. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, they did give him a video that's, tribute. That's, no, yeah, no. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you guys. He batted 225. Uh, I'll, <laughs> Thank I'll, you, Kike. I'll tell you guys a story. So remember when Dwight Howard was here the first time? Mm -hmm. uh, the Lakers embarked on a billboard campaign that said, stay D12. Yeah. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. So no one at the Lakers wanted to do this. But the feedback they got, was that's what he, he wants. wants. Mm. He wants to be courted. And everybody said, the Lakers don't beg. And the Lakers said, we don't care. We want the player. It didn't work. He ended up signing in Houston. But the, the moral of that story is players today are different. Maybe the Mets want to send a message that once a Met, always a Met. Yeah. Um, okay, can I offer a counterpoint to that? Sure. Do you think that that is more likely or that the Mets know their fans and teed up their fans to let him have it? <laughs> um, oh. Boy, that would be great <laughs> if it was be, true. That would be brilliant. But I don't want to give right. the Mets that much credit. <laughs> they're still the Mets. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think, think they they're that smart. Have, no, no, not so, at all. Um, yeah, it, it just, I think players today are different. You can't yell at them. Yeah, like like I was watching Winning Time last week, and Magic made a pretty calculated uh, move by saying it's him or me about right. Paul Westhead. Mm -hmm. Because back then, coaches had a lot of power. Now, like especially in the NBA, if the best player doesn't like, yeah, you, if Kawhi Leonard walked in and said, "I don't want Ty Lue as my coach," Ty Lue's fired within yeah. the hour. Yeah. Use Trey Young as an example, right? Who's not even not even good, not even a great <laughs> yeah, player. I mean, He's had the power to recycle coaches there. Yeah. Right. But back then, Magic took a pretty big risk. Yeah.
Well, I, uh, we played a drinking game during Sunday night's winning time. Every time they said the system, we took a shot. <laughs> you were wasted. Well, that's a lot and of you were shots. Wasted. Hope you didn't have to drive after that. <laughs> Get to your spot. It's he, the system. Like, if I was magic, I would say, I'm so tired of this guy with the system thing. Your Get rid system of him. is called the system? Yeah. That's the best line in the show so far. <laughs> Travis. Am I safe to say this one episode away from calling it quits on winning time? I'm I not. So. I, I'm. I I'm so. in. I'm. I'm okay with it. He's. He's. I just. I, it's not that I hate it. I just. I'm bored by it. It just. We have really. Beto we, was here yesterday. He also bored. Yeah. By it. We. We. We haven't moved the ball down the field. Right. I get that. There's a weird relationship between the Jerry character, the or should the Jerry Bus character and the Genie Bus character that they're trying to find their common ground. Right. I get that Magic and Paul Westhead hate each other. I get that Norm Nixon's on his way out. I get that Kareem is trying to figure out how to connect with Matt. Let's go. But isn't we're just that going because, around the block over and over again. Isn't that because we know every beat of this Maybe. story? I mean, we know every beat. Like for example. My mom and nut stepdad Leo, not Laker fans by any stretch of the this imagination. This is all new to them. Don't know his, they, they don't know. They like it? Yeah, I, I, we're, we're spoiling it uh, for them right now. They're driving back out to the desert. Hey, mom. Turn it off. Leo. Two minutes. Paul Westhead's getting fired next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yes, yes. Yeah, but we know that, right? Well, I, I don't know if it's that we know it. I don't know if it's just not moving down the road. Because I want to see Worthy. I want to see Byron. I yeah, want to see, I wanna see those guys. Because I know that these the, that first group was part of the beginning of Showtime. But for me, and maybe again, like you're saying, Mace, maybe it's just personal. It's Magic. It's Kareem. It's Worthy. It's Scott. It's Coop. That's Showtime. That's what I want to see. Right. Yeah, they're not there yet. Because they went to 2000. Four, right? right Right now they are in 1982. Right. But they flashed. Back from 2004. From, the, from, from 1984. 84. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally wrong. Yeah. 84. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the that's, that's where it's ending. I want to get to that. I want to yeah. get to slick back Pat Riley yeah. where he's given that incredible speech yeah. where he's getting his yeah. guys fired up. Yep. This, Paul, like, we know that it didn't work out. We know the ultimatum. Like let's that should have been I'm still in. half of an episode. You're not, you're not I just wrong. find it incredibly fun to revisit that. Yeah, era. I do too. Yeah. I think I it's a fun show. It's not a great show, it's a fun show. How much of this cuz I remember when we were talking about season 1 that you said well that actually never happened. Well, they didn't a lot. is is the this about as accurate as the last one? Yeah. Yeah, and we had Max Bornstein on one of the show creators and he said, "Look, we couldn't just stick to Perlman's book, which is all factual. Mm-hmm. We had to make we had to use dramatic license to make the show interesting. So that's why you have people like Jerry West saying, you know, that never happened. I never threw a trophy through a window. I never curled up in a ball in my underwear. So what's you want to take there, that? It's, it's not me. It's not me. Yours is the only one that's I'm dark. No, it's, it's definitely you. you it's Mace. you, Maze. It's coming yeah, out of the phone in your hand. Yeah. It's, it says it's blanked. No, that's you. You got an yeah. alarm or something going off. <laughs> he doesn't know how to use his phone. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Hand it to me. I'll turn what it off. What could be going on? It could be a lot. See the button on the side? Just slip it down. It's down. I'm telling you, I've got there, it, it on stopped. mute. It just stopped. It's gone. Don't blame it. That was not me. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> Call me right now. See if it does. It does I'm not thing. saying. What if it was an alarm? Is an alarm? Do you have a calendar setting? There no, could be a million not, different a things. Calendar, my calendar doesn't make noises. Does your calendar talk to you? My calendar Does your alarm have a countdown to crosstalk? Super crosstalk. <laughs> super crosstalk. By the way, we expired. We're eight seconds over. Are you calling me? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. He's calling me. Let's see. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> oh, damn it. You're such an idiot. <laughs> He's holding it. It's coming out of the phone. It's not me. It's not me. 
look. He's holding oh, it God, in his hand. Look, it's on orange. It's on mute. Well, hey, how uh, great was that? Go ahead, call it. Get me, Tim <laughs> Cook. Get me Tim Cook. My phone is not working right. That did M, not go. do you have his number? Can you call Tim? Okay. Support at apple.com. Yeah. Call that. that Super Crosstalk so is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what Amber is all about. We'll see you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.